0: Hella Black, episode 130. Was it a hiatus?
1: A brief uh, African hiatus because niggas was gone, you know what I'm saying? Back to the motherland, which we'll talk about the Damn, next episode. Yeah, that's Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. So Before we even left. So oh, it's yes, been, a, sure. been a hiatus.
1: It's been a minute. We've been at work, though. Been at work, just, you know.
0: But I think the point is that we should always make is that even though we might not be dropping new episodes, you can always go back and review stuff because... Uh, with anything, I think it's hard to hear it one time or to read something one time and to fully grasp it.
1: You can't can't just listen to all 129 and then be like, mm -hmm. oh, I got it. You know, you gotta re-listen to it like it's your favorite movie. Just keep watching, (laughs) keep listening, run it back, back, just like them books.
0: Episode 130 though, this is, damn, I was gonna say, I feel like we making more strides in, you know, 30 episodes since our 100th one, but we'll probably get to like what episode 150 by the end of the year.
1: Yeah, no, we're going we gonna to crank them out. I don't know. We're going to see. Y'all might be in for some surprises. Who knows? But we're going to crank them out. That's for show. But appreciate everybody supporting us. You know what I'm saying? Go to our Patreon, patreon.com slash hellblackpod, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts at is where we at. You know what I'm saying? So tap in. Show some love. Give us that five-star review. Support the reviews the people, are very, dude.
0: very important. I feel like the reviews are just as important as the listening, just because we're trying to combat the algorithms in these uh corporate backed podcasts. Um, if you go to like, I'm pretty sure if you go to what is it, uh, social, what is it, the, the genre of podcast that ours, society into? and culture, society and culture,
1: we're giving that revolutionary culture. You feel me? That real, that real culture.
0: Hey, if you go to that, <laughs> if you go to it, like I'll be seeing some of these, uh
1: different right. podcasts, different shows.
0: Yeah. oh, I'll well, see some of these podcasts and I'll, I'll compare like our SoundCloud listens to theirs. I'll compare like our followers to theirs and like we're doing way more numbers than them, but they're constantly in the top. Right. And that's because they have the backing, uh, the corporation, of the corporation, the algorithm. It's the same way. If you're an independent artist, it's going to be harder for independent artists to get playlisted on like Apple podcast, or Apple music uh, playlist on Spotify playlist, uh, you might be doing more numbers as an independent artist than some of these artists that are on labels, but the label will have the connection to the uh, the DSP. You know, they'll be able to get the playlist spots. And so we don't have those connections, which is why the organic numbers mean so much. Uh, And it's all a part of the fucking corporate game, but those... Sometimes that's all that folks can respond to, right? Like they'll scroll the shit, see how many reviews something has, and it's like, oh, if it has a lot of reviews, then I should check it Must out. Must be good. You know? you know, so that's how we're you able can't to fall. combat. Yeah, that's how we're <laughs> able to combat the corporate monopoly conglomerates. <laughs> we need the, the support of the people. So tap in. And did you already say Patreon?
1: I did. Yeah. But you, you, you should, should reiterate that. the points. Yeah.
0: We need we need them <laughs> patrons, them patrons. Patreon.com backslash hella blackpod. You, know, you can real, just man. share it with someone. It's nothing to post it and say so you should. It's a, a simple task. If you go on your Twitter and just say, "Hey, y'all should subscribe to be a patron for this podcast." Post that on your Twitter, your IG, send a TikTok, text to somebody, whatever,
1: whatever app you want.
0: It's nothing. <laughs> you know, fuck with us. We got a guest on this episode. Um Yeah, I'm used to having. I feel like when he was out here, I don't know if he was in the car with us that time, but we were just talking about. Twitter, and the internet in general, and you know, of course, like always, people, you know, folks is like, man, fuck Twitter, fuck the internet, for the reasons we know why, right? It being a CIA backed entity. If we already know, you see these different articles that people seem to just breeze over, where it says like, oh, Twitter is hiring former FBI agents, Twitter is hiring former CIA NSA agents. agents. You know, <laughs> uh, so we know that it is a arm of the state. Yet and still. I will say the person that we have on the podcast today is someone that I met offline. And just like Q, you know, it's a person who I've learned a lot from and I've grown to respect. And so for all the 500,000 suckers I met, (laughs) I got to say I met two (laughs) who I really, really fuck with. Um, And so we got Sadiq, y'all might know him as Jazz, um, Jazzy Archives. Jazzy Daddy Dollar, what is it, <laughs> your, your, other,
2: your other account? <laughs> your Finster yeah.
1: name? You got a Finster too? No.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, nah, I appreciate y'all Africans, man. I appreciate y'all having me. It was, man, it was amazing building with y'all, you know, out in open. Uh, I was just talking to y'all, you know, before we started recording, like, man, I just got to reiterate, that time out there was amazing. Like, I can't, the work y'all do, um, just seeing y'all just really put a battery in my back. I came back. Um, you know, just ready to go. Like, yo, we got to really start building. I mean, like, I know I do a lot of work internally, but sometimes, you know, you need to see that on the ground stuff happening. Like even in uh, my part of the APRP, you know, sometimes I get juiced up by just like having calls with organizations like the TIBC and other organizations like that. So seeing it real live in in the Imperial Corps and going to Oakland and, you know, seeing how y'all serve the community and how you know discipline the organization is ran it's it's amazing but uh yeah i appreciate y'all you know just having me again man i'm glad to be here and uh look forward to building more with y'all over the over the course of time hey
1: man it's the it's the Aki way,
0: bro come on
2: you already know it's the way. <laughs> It's acuway the, that's the only way we're
0: gonna, <laughs> we gonna dive more into your, your trip in oakland but can you uh before we do that, can you tell the folks about yourself? You already mentioned you being an All African People's Revolutionary Party. Can you tell yeah. them a little bit more about yourself and the, the other organization you work with?
2: Yeah, so yeah, my name is Sadiq. I'm a part of, uh, well, I'm an organizer. Um, I'm still a work study member with the uh, All African People's Revolutionary Party. Um, for those of you who are not familiar with the AAPRP, um, it was actually founded by a society called back in 1968 by the first, who was the first president of Ghana. Um, so yeah, I've been in a party for about two years. Um, I'm also a part of a uh, local community-based organization out here uh, in Jersey. Um, they do work primarily in Northern Jersey, uh, similar to the same programs that's ran from people's programs or within people's programs, um, you know, giving out clothes, food, uh, groceries, and et cetera um, within our community. And we're building a pan after politics. policy. So, yeah. Yeah, man.
0: Y'all make sure y'all support Build More Unity. Make sure y'all support the
2: AAPRP. Yeah,
1: um, yeah. I think and yeah, well, well, BMU is in is in New Jersey, right?
2: Yeah, yeah. BMU, Build More Unity, is in New Jersey. Yeah, that's a uh, local community based organization I'm a part of. So. Uh, yeah, so uh, I'll be for uh,
1: for our listeners who are from the East Coast, of New Jersey. you Feel me? Tap in and support. That that
2: was the
0: thing. Oh. Hey, I don't know. Just thinking back on that whole trip where we had uh, you. Q, Max, and Yoli pull up. Uh, that's just, shit. as I'm looking back, that's something that I think our, in terms of like coalition building, like we really be trying to do that shit. You know, like that's you get whatever uh, code takes about our organization, but you can't name too many other folks right now that's really out here paying for folks to come pull up on us, uh, allowing folks to spread their politic, immersing them in our community, giving them the different experiences and resources that they need to take it back home.
1: And just I mean, showing like the systems and processes, you feel me, of the work that we is doing, you know what I'm saying? And then learning from y'all, you feel me, about y'all locales and the, the differences and the similarities, you know what I'm saying? That, that's important, especially as we talk about, at least, you know, from our, our ideological framework, following on, you feel me, building building that front for the liberation of the new African nation, you feel me? It's gonna take <laughs> organizations, multitudes of organizations in different locales, all fighting for independence. You feel me? That's, That's the only way we're going to be free.
2: Yeah, and I think it's, it's important to learn and build off each other. Like You know, these organizations shouldn't work in isolation. Um, like you think in just the factions, like the relationship between all the revolutionary organizations, like African, you know, specifically African-led organizations. Like you think back to the Black Panther Party and them going to Algeria. Um, you know, you think of, uh, you know, even within Guinea or West Africa, Guinea and uh, Ghana, relationship they had, and even uh, with Guinea and Guinea-Bissau, and Guinea giving refuge to the PIGC, um, you know, Kwame Nkrumah and Ghana giving refuge, so it's always been a dialectical relationship between Africans on the continent, off the continent, so forth, so on, and I think we need to continue that, not only continue that, but also strengthen that, those ties as we continue to go on, because those imperialist forces that's, that's against us, trust me, <laughs> pan-Europeanism is a real project, and they're strengthening their ties in all ways and many factions, so we need to do the same.
1: Bro, we need that African unity and new African unity. You feel me? That's going exactly. to forge a new day for for Africans everywhere and for the motherland.
2: Right, hundred percent.
0: And it's the correct application of historical and dialectical materialism, right? Like you get all these. It's just the right people. answer, bro, at, the, yeah. at, the, at the end of the day, it's <laughs> just the right yeah. answer. You get it's all these facts. You get all these folks online, um, or even organizations who aren't online. You feel me? Just operating in their own little silo, mm-hmm. like, bro. If we all claim to believe in the same thing, especially folks who used to, uh identifiers like pan-africans right uh, yeah. anti-imperialist anti-capitalist right. anti-colonialist like if this is what you believe in and i'm also preaching this why are we not working together mm-hmm. even if we you know we don't we might not agree on the exact route to get there shit by us struggling together through contradictions we're going to arrive at the correct answer right right
2: and then, even when you think of uh, another um, situation I'm thinking of. Like you think of some of the founders of the Republic Africa, they were in with um, as well, the that struggle in Mugabe and they learned from them um, as well. And vice versa, you know, I think it's those things that are interesting. Like you stated, it's a dialectical relationship. Like, um, you know, we're not gonna defeat these things. There's not gonna be one organization that, that defeat these forces. It's gonna be a combination of these organizations fighting on different fronts in their various locales and terrain um, in a unified fashion to do so and that is something that one of uh you know the members the founding members of the aprp kwame ture uh was, was fighting for and that's you know what we're trying to do in aprp and i'm pretty sure that's what we're building also at bmu to try to uh build that unity um, as well to be able to bring the system down uh because many of you may not believe it <laughs> and they may be listening but yeah they, they, they they're sucking it dry they you know the, the issue isn't your neighbor who is uh who is trans or queer, or whatever, you know, the problem isn't, um, quote unquote, immigrants. The issue isn't um, whoever. The issue is imperialism and the institutions and the people who oppose them. So I think we need to make sure we're correct in our analysis and who the enemy is and, um, you know, make sure we join forces to, uh, to get rid of them so we could be liberated.
1: Yeah, because you see this propaganda machine working full time. <laughs>
2: it's an yeah. overdrive
1: right now, especially. Talking about, uh, I, I seen uh, the so called French president was like, "Oh, uh, Russia is the biggest uh, colonizer of today, and we have to defeat Russia." My like, man, on. French <laughs> motherfucker, fixing your mouth to talk about colonization.
2: Like come the people on, of Mali
1: ain't fighting your ass right now. Exactly. Like they jets ain't dropping tear gas over people. Come, come on, on man. come on, man. <laughs> like and I we said, think- we, we gotta have the right. We gotta have the right analysis. You feel me? Exactly. For us to be able to step forward in the right way.
2: Yeah, and we, we we're seeing a lot of. Uh, French with African states. I know for instance, um, in Burkina Faso, uh, there's actually images of Africans you know waving um Russia's flag and you know calling out for the uh the driving out of France and uh because Russia has played a role in um I believe, I believe in Mali in uh, overthrowing um you know the French forces there. So you know, obviously, you know, they're out of Mali, but they just you know reshape and reform in other West African states, uh French West African states. So But the fight is still is still happening. So, uh, yeah, Soviet. Well, back when they were the Soviet Union, they they aided Africa in their struggle in various liberation struggles. There may be some contradictions in some areas, and maybe you know they were on the wrong side. But um, for the most part, when we look at it dialectically, the the relationship with the Soviet Union and now Russia um, has overwhelmingly has not been the same relationship that we've had with the Western world, um, which is overwhelmingly negative and we analyzing it dialectically. So for sure that that's, that's
1: a whole bunch of they're going out there. Yeah. I mean, we, we getting right into it, especially talking about imperialism, you know what I'm saying? But, uh, yes. uh, you know, with, with our five year celebration of, of people's programs, we had a, a community learning session, you feel me, where you talked about imperialism versus Africa. Um, but, you know, just talking about your experience being in Oakland, how, how was it for you, you know, especially knowing the history of Oakland and going to some of the uh, Panther uh, landmarks, you know, how was that experience for you?
2: And it would, it actually exceeded expectations. Like I knew, you know, I was going to go there, do the community learning and, you know, also tap in with y'all, see the work that y'all do. But just seeing how family oriented people's program is was actually like, wow. You know what I mean, like it really did feel like, I just met y'all, <laughs> not y'all, I say, but like everyone else in the org, like, yeah, I just really met y'all in person. And it's like, damn, this really feels like love. And then just going to those monuments and those places really was breathtaking because, you know, it's different when you read about things. And I'm sure you could, y'all could assess it. As, like reading about Nkrumah and all that stuff and then going to the continent, um, you know, to, you know, reading things about Black Panther, Black Panther Party and the struggles they waged, and to actually go to the sites they were at um, and stuff like that and know the history behind it. And then, know, you know, y'all families are a little tied into that or know some history behind it and stuff like that. It's, like, breathtaking, really. Like, you really can't really even put it into words. <laughs> you know, even y'all taking to that street, that, uh, what is that, cross-section, um, whatever, with the Black Panther Party first. In uh, the stoplight. Forget, the stoplight, that's what it was, yeah. Like, that. even that, too. Um, and even outside the Panther thing, the uh, Oscar Grant BART station, too. A lot of that was just, like, man, it was it was love, man, and, you know, once again, the work I do out there is great, and I can't even put in the words that experience, <laughs> I'm still on the high, to be honest, I've been telling everyone, like, yo, it's lit, like, I've been talking to, um, you know, one of the comrades at BMU, Build More Unity, and just like, man, you got to amplify the work, we got to do this, like, let's, let's, let's start doing this, X, Y, and Z, whatever, so, um, you know, trying to really move in a coordinated fashion in a more uh scientific manner. Um and just do more work more, you know, I try to get more boots on the ground, try to get people more ideologically aligned, um, you know, to fight these forces. So yeah, for sure. That that trip was definitely probably my top five. And I've been in a lot of places. That's probably top three, top five places I've been so far.
0: Man, that's amazing to hear. I'm, I'm right. glad you had a good time. I something um I I think just getting our focusing on the, the community learning because I remember you saying in the whip, like, yeah, this is my first time about to present. Um, mm-hmm. And in our organization, we we uh, work through a lot. A lot of us have to work through like public speaking stuff. Um, and so I guess if you could just, for our listeners that might be in organization or for other listeners out there who might be battling with having to get up in front of crowds, but knowing the role that, you know, it's the sharing of information, uh, the sharing mm-hmm. of knowledge, the of the sharing of history plays in developing revolutionary ideology uh, can you speak to why, you know, you, you were able to struggle, to, why you struggled through that and why you felt like it was important to get up there and do that community learning?
2: Yeah, I think for myself, it's funny because I remember you reached out and, um, you know, for me to go out and do it. And I think because, like, when you first reached out, it was so far away. I kind of was like, oh, okay. But, it, like, growing up for my whole life, I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'll be good. Uh, yeah, babe, it's good. <laughs> for yeah, sure. Yeah, like, Say
1: less. Yeah, I got-
2: <laughs> wait I'm like oh this is all Gucci like ain't, ain't shit about this like And you that. walked
1: in that warehouse you said oh shit <laughs> <laughs> no
2: nah, that shit was yo because like growing up my life I've been like shook of like um I don't know it's public speaking I always hated like being in the spotlight and shit I just hate that shit so um I don't know so when you first told me I'm like all right this and then like as the least came up I started panicking, bro. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, yo, I'm like,
0: bro. You turned to <laughs> I
1: that like, Spongebob
2: meme. <laughs> <I'm laughs> I
0: started panicking. <laughs> I'm like,
2: yo, I'm starting to try to find cop-outs. I'm like, yo, you say I got COVID? I'm like, yo, this shit. <laughs> I'm like, yo, this shit different, bro. I'm like, yo, this shit feel crazy. So I'm like, yo. But like, I started thinking to myself, and I'm just thinking about, you know, cause yeah, as y'all know, I'm a heavy reader, I have this whole book page or whatever. And not only that, but like I'm in an organization and you know, one thing that I've been taught is being able to struggle through things, um, even internal struggle, right? And I even think to myself, like um, if, we, if I'm talking about waging a struggle against the state and I can't even wage a struggle against myself and go public speaking. And I mean, it's like, what what am I really doing? You know, cause I'm like, if I'm calling myself an organizer and I can't organize people or, you know, preach this politic um, to the masses, I will just leave it on Twitter. <laughs> like, what good does that serve, right? Because that's only a segment of society. And not to say that Oakland encompasses the whole United States or anything like that or the whole African community. But, you know, at some point, I'm going to have to, you know, when I become a car member in APRP or if I get higher rankings within BMU, I'm going to be, you know, probably be asked I'm a CM member to go speak. So I have to struggle on that, right, with myself. And then once again, like I was saying earlier, like, you know, I'm going to I'm gonna have bigger struggles in my, in my life that I'm probably may even be more afraid of and I mean like people talk about this revolution stuff but as soon as struggle comes in inter- internally externally whatever they run like I remember watching this uh I think I sent y'all the uh interview of uh what's his name i uh, Matul Shakur right mm-hmm. yeah Matul Shakur and he was he was talking about like people don't understand the extent of being thrown in a room by the state being interrogated and dealing with the psychological effects of being a political prisoner, um, right? But people are on, on the time, I talk about revolution, but the moment you you know they join an the organization, they engage in any form of struggle, they run. So how are you going, if you can't deal with that struggle, how are you going to deal with a struggle when they, they repress you, they throw you in jail, they're shooting at you? Know what I mean? Like, how are you going to deal with that bigger contradiction or that bigger struggle, you know what I mean? Like, if you can't deal with, so that's how I look at it. So mm-hmm. I think as I led up to that day, you know, like leading up, you know, a few weeks, a few days, I'm like, oh, I should be there. I started thinking about that and I became more ingrained. So that actually gave me the confidence on that day. Actually, I wasn't as nervous as I was. It's funny enough, you would think that I'd be more nervous the day of. Um, but the day of, I was way more calmer than I was like a week prior because I think I, I just was ingraining that in my head. Like, all right, if I can't public speak, I shouldn't even be strugg- talking about revolution or struggling against the state. You know what I mean? Because like, <laughs> like, what, 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 what really is this? Uh, that's stopping me or what's this uh, force that's really stopping me from doing that um, at the end of the day like it's this a mental block uh, versus someone had you know a police officer has a gun to my head telling me to get on the floor or whatever the case is or you know I mean them throwing me in prison and you know repressing me because of my politics and some shit right so uh, you know well I, I think that's that's why I look at it now too is that you know you can't be afraid of struggle you got to take it head on um, or, or what are we really struggling for
0: yeah, we, we look at, in people's programs, we try to talk a lot about, like, building mental fortitude. Yeah.
2: Uh,
0: and, I, and I like to think uh, situations like that where you're thrown into uh, circumstances that aren't the, the most ideal, where you're having to um, kind of, yeah, I sometimes respond on the spot. It's just giving you the, getting comfortable with being uncomfortable. You feel me? Because mm-hmm. that's what this is. And so much of our our generation, um you know, yeah, I, I don't know what it is that's what's, what's done this number on us. Uh, but been, we always want to. We say the internet, <laughs> Twitter. <Yeah>. I hate <laughs> to reduce it to that,
1: but it is, you know it does play such a big role. I mean, capitalism, imperialism, yeah. but psychological but, conditioning, of yeah, but mass you, media, yeah. and in and the so-called American culture and Hollywood celebrity culture and individualism. You feel yeah, me? It's
0: like this thing of always feeling sorry for yourself. You know, mm-hmm. or like harping on. Yeah, like you, you can't like, be wrong,
1: everyone's a winner, like everybody gets yeah. a reward now. Like, all What's right, you, I feel you, it
0: right, but like that's not equity and that's not equality. but right, you, like you, you lost, you the, like race, you lost the race, you the know? race, and you <laughs> their minds to what reality <laughs> is, you know, especially for new Africans, right, or like Africans mm-hmm. across the world. Like, you we don't have that, like, we don't get that luxury. You feel me? Like, mm-hmm. you no, know, our life is one of struggle, and we need to get comfortable with it. And right. especially it, if you consent to engaging with revolution and struggling for a revolutionary nationalist organization or on. an Africanist organization. That's- it comes right. with
1: the territory and you got to just it.
0: get comfortable with being uncomfortable and so i look at all this as practice you know like yeah. boom now this is me getting i'm getting the practice of uh combating negative self talk i'm getting the practice mm-hmm. of combating fear right i'm getting the, i'm getting practice of uh amping myself up of stepping into my power and that's what's going to be needed especially if we if we're talking about uh spreading the politic as it pertains to class struggle We you know like one of the key facets of class struggle is raising consciousness not only through the contradictions that will arise out of the natural process of uh colonial subjugation but also like teaching the people right helping the people develop a socio-economic and political analysis and you being someone that says yo i like to read which means you like to acquire information Mm -hmm. you got to go share that information with the masses of the people so that they can what seco to says, right start to grasp and take control of their own happiness
2: Mm -hmm. thousand percent and yeah that's That's something, it's funny too, because I think we talked about it in the whip when I was out in in Oakland, like combating liberalism. And I always say, um, you know, that all of us, most of us, you know, probably like, I would guess to say, like probably 90 to 99% of us are indoctrinated with some form of bourgeois ideology. Um, And within that bourgeois ideology is liberalism. So we're always, and we talked about being combating liberalism. And I think in a sense, all of us, even those who are, joining revolutionary organizations or whatever the case is, you know, we want to come with, with contradictions. Uh, but I think even within that, we all are trying to shake off those aspects of liberalism in some way, shape or form, or well, you're supposed to be trying to take that off, uh, through the, through, uh, through your ideological training or political education. So I think, um, a lot of the times when kind of like you guys are saying, like, when we see people like be afraid of struggle or, Oh, say one thing, be you know, say one thing, but do another. That's all aspects of liberalism, and we all have to struggle against that um, to some degree. And even myself, I've been in an organization. You know, it's not a long time; i have been an organization for two years. But you know, within those two years, I, I know I've made great strides ideologically and just in the work I do. But um, you know, I still find myself combating with those, you know, that that liberal that li- that little liberal on my on my shoulder. You know, telling me to be on they're like you know, because that's just what we grow up in. Um, you know, this society breeds that in us. So I think uh it's incumbent of ab- you know amongst all of us who struggle against that, you know, especially those who are in an organization as well. Um and I think that's gonna come through if you're in a revolutionary organization, it's gonna come through time because there's gonna be struggles raised uh <laughs> against you. This is why I think it's it's very important that all of us join some organization fighting for justice because those struggles are going to happen at some point, right, where you're in there and people are going to call you out, you know, at least if it's a principal organization, they're going to call you out and say, you said this, but well, you didn't do this, you know, you did, and you, you have to confront that. But if you run, that's, that's another aspect of liberalism that you need to check, you know? But I definitely recommend everyone to read Combat, Combating Liberalism by my um, great great book, <laughs> amazing book. And I think yeah. even that book needs to help me uh, trying to
1: speak. Yeah, that, that song, that's on our list. you feel me? Which we read, and yeah. that's what the Panthers was reading. You feel me? It's like right. you got to combat it. Yeah, for real. <laughs> you got to right. combat, you co- combat yourself. You feel me? Like yeah. we build in a collective, but ultimately yourself. You got to fight against yourself and make that choice to buy in to make that choice because nobody can drag you out your bed and make sure you're on time. Mm-hmm. You got to do that yourself. <laughs>
2: right. You know, and like I, yeah, and I think even um, being a Muslim too helps me. <laughs> I was that like nah, you straight know. Up. You know, having to wake up early in the morning for Fajr prayer and having a fast, um, you know, for Ramadan and staying up for food and uh, water and things of that nature. Like that, that gives me principles and, uh, you know, too, as well, or uh, some form of structure. Um, I mean, it's it's
1: of. that energy, uh, struggling against yeah, oneself, in you feel me, and preparing in yourself to be able to fight, preparing yourself to be able to struggle. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So, so Even for like myself, like that's one thing I try to remind myself is like, all right, if I'm feeling fear. You know what I'm saying? Or if I'm feeling this anxiety, even though it is real, I will just tell myself, I only fear God. You feel me? Like, exactly. why, why am I putting fear? You know, if I'm fearing jumping off this rock into the water, <laughs> like, what, <man? laughs>
0: I, I don't fear
1: that, man. I only fear Allah, subhanahu wa ta'ala, man. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Subhanallah,
2: We're running into
1: it, you know what I'm saying? Running into it head first and you, you're going to become stronger. Literally, you yeah. feel me? Like facing that contradiction, facing that uh, initial negative emotion that you might be having and conquering that and running towards it, you know what I'm saying? Like, you, you're only going to become stronger.
2: Exactly. Alhamdulillah. percent.
1: So you spent, you know, some time with us in, in, in a different programming. Um, what are some of the biggest takeaways that you have from the programming and how can you bring that uh, back to your cadre? Or cadres?
2: Yeah, I think, for one, I know that the health clinic was a big one. I'm like, man, this is an idea I think a lot of um, – revolutionary organizations especially the revolutionary nationalist organizations, to the top to some degree like you know having that help quick like, seeing that too like i always knew you guys had it but walking in there and you guys telling me and showing me how functions and operates um you know all together and then even seeing the garden um as well and being able to be amongst y'all and like you My know that sandals to the garden <laughs> <laughs> yo no nah, i was in there like bro i i was like struggling like toes out nigga (laughs) (laughs) i was struggling like bro should i uh should i like bring my like clean fucking jordan oh yeah i was like nah, i ain't gonna do that um but nah yeah it was it was love for real like i I just like planning planning with y'all and just like it kind of gave me that communal feeling just being with you guys like and doing that work so i feel like that's something that you know those ideas you know, in BMU or APRP and stuff like that, that I feel like we could talk about implement in various ways. Because um, I'm a part of our economic development, Re- revolutionary economic development task force in the APRP. Um, and that's more so. So, a lot of those speeches that everyone sees on like online with Kwame Ture speaking, um, that was actually a part of that task force. Um, that was the way we got funding for the party. Um, so, we're coming up and we've been revitalizing that within the APRP and uh, just trying to storm up ideas hence we have a shop definitely go shop at our shop <laughs> for whatever shop um you know to and then you know we were trying to like expand on that so just seeing the merch y'all have um and ideas and ways you guys are pushing that um on top of everything else i think those are ideas that you know i could build within our, my party to or the parties <laughs> bmu and aprp uh to to try to build so for sure
0: and anytime you need any support with a any logistical, administrative, creative, Systems whatever, and processes. Is, be sure to <laughs> oh, yeah. in. oh, for sure. Care.
2: For sure, yeah. We definitely could set that up. Um, I have a I have a cadre member who's a part of that task force, who's very instrumental in um, in that task force and building everything out and everything. So, I think we could definitely try to coordinate something probably within the next few weeks and try to, you know, build on that for sure. Because y'all definitely got a lot of things. <laughs> going really well and I, I think that's one of the aspects you know we're missing in that task force is some of the logistical parts
0: but um, for sure yeah that's a a testament to history shit it's a testament mm-hmm. to the time we spent with Jaleel um mm-hmm. and a testament to the members and volunteers of the organization right because none of this uh just came out of a vacuum right it didn't just yeah happen uh out of nowhere right it's us trying to apply history us being very uh, um privileged lucky blessed to be able to spend that time with jaleel last summer and and pick his brain and then um our again members and volunteers committing to a a deeper struggle that is how that is the only way uh history guidance and commitment that's the only way that these programs exist and that's the only way they'll continue to develop and exist and so uh, anything that we can do to lighten the load and uh, Avoid voyage and it didn't happen from yes yeah, five years of struggling on our <laughs> right uh it was mistakes, a result of people being late uh, exactly things not being ordered uh breaking things right it was they grew out of yeah. that i grew out of those contradictions and so anything that we can do to help y'all yeah, help do, you the know, things, do the same not do so the same make the same mistakes <laughs> nah
2: yeah nah i appreciate that and yeah, nah, i appreciate that i think you made a great point too because you see, I'm starting to see online, and it's probably been a thing. It's probably not even an online thing. It's maybe just like, you know, some of these quote unquote leftists who feel like, oh, you know, they're trying to join an organization that's already perfect and everything. There's no going to be no contradictions that exist within this organization. Like, um, you know, they may understand contradictions exist within our life and society, but once I join this organization, it must not exist. Like, you know, we're not going to have people who have reactionary thoughts because I'm in this, and especially with the APRP, because I think people get enamored with that history, us being there since 68, and feel like, oh, you guys are supposed to be there. They have like an idealistic view of the an organization. And I, I think a lot of it is because um, they haven't been in an organization or organization of our stature uh, to understand how things work or how it should work within an organization. And there's gonna be contradictions, you know, it's gonna, it's gonna happen. Um, you know, I don't care what organization you join. So I think that was something great to point out is that you know it's trial and error. Like you know, you try things, you figure out the mistakes. You know, your practice informs your ideology, uh, and then vice versa the a dialectical relationship. Um, at the end of the day, so you know, you won't know something works until you really try it out.
0: We have to, we have to detach ourselves from this, uh, this belief that revolution is utopian, right? right? Whether it be the process of, you know, engaging in, in struggle, uh, both intellectually, uh, physically uh, armed struggle, right? Like whether it's the process of that or whether it's when we actually do seize the means of production and distribution of wealth when the United States no longer exists, when NATO no longer exists, right? When uh, the IMF no longer functions the way that it functions, the United Nations no longer functions the way that it functions, even yet in steel, uh, it will not be a utopian thing because what well, we know all matter has contradictions. <laughs> and and a We lot know of that it, change yeah. only happens with the struggle of contradictions there, are, there will always be contradictions and the moment you accept that and understand the party as more as nothing more than a vessel for revolutionary mm-hmm. action for revolutionary ideology for revolutionary favor, then you can realize that boom this is just we're just trying to accumulate as much positivity as possible and that positivity is not the absence of negativity we're just trying to amass yeah. all the positivity that we possibly can exactly because yeah, a lot of it is
1: uh Oh, organization needs to be perfect for me to join it. That's just a result of a CIA talking point from <laughs> Uczek, bougie black twitter. NATO ain't people. perfect
0: and they're getting it done. <laughs> Brook <laughs>
1: <laughs> 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 they getting it done. Well, that's that shit that be pushing you feel me like, yeah. Oh, go. All right, I'ma just go eat brunch because this organization isn't perfect. You feel mm-hmm. me? I'm just gonna live my best best life. And um, yeah, I'm just <laughs> I'm gonna just go live my best life. <laughs> and travel and get all these stamps and do that but I ain't finna join the mm-hmm. no organization because it ain't perfect I'm like bro what you talking about you told me that meal you ate was perfect <laughs> come on
0: man your eggs came out soft I mean, <laughs> they just hold the revolutionary organization to a standard that they don't hold anything else to and that's what right. it is for, for Africans across the world right yeah. for oppressed people, we're always going to be held to this different st- that no one else is held to almost as messiah-like standard yeah it's like it's insane they can go on and have filibusters that last four days but the moment that the organization has a little contradiction during the meeting it's or meetings are with organizations or meetings are a waste of time what yeah. are we doing here
2: <laughs> exactly <laughs> for real yeah and then this is back to that whole liberalism thing like the first the first instance of struggle being raised oh my god i gotta leave this is too toxic this is the <laughs> nah <I> word though <laughs> i'm like like, this is like, I thought you was about revolution. What happened? Like, is this, you I mean? Now you're going to join another organization. The same thing is going to happen. they are going to keep repeating the cycle. And you what do you think the nation's going to be?
0: Come on, we man. You got all these different customs, all these different ethnicities, all these different values coming yeah. together. Exactly. Like, exactly. what do you think that's going to happen? So look, we can erase the imperialists right now. Mm-hmm. We still gonna have to deal with the contradictions of being exactly. their subjects. For
1: mm-hmm. Hundreds <laughs> and hundreds of years <laughs> that has informed yeah. our psychological and way of acting,
2: exactly. Just don't like, that doesn't, <laughs> exactly. I was about to say that should not disappear, like, we don't have to deal with that. Um, at the end of the day, you know, whether they're here or not, you know, we're still going to have to deal and struggle against that. Like, struggle is eternal, Contradiction is eternal. Only thing is perfect is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So, that's
1: why we always struggle. That's why we call it what it is. It's a struggle, it's a constant. Struggle, even when we have independence, it will continue to be a struggle because exactly. we have to build a nation and build a people Facts. <laughs> and build tribes exactly. <laughs> again, and re- we rethink them. how we move. You feel me? It's exactly. be a constant struggle. That- that's part of life.
0: We you have know? our examples of what's possible, though. If you look at us as individuals, mm-hmm. you know, what I'm saying y'all's journey through Islam, us yeah. as organizations, but like we have, right. even if we just want to look at contemporary times and the examples of us just, you know, like the three individuals, mm-hmm. of the different organizations we tied to, we do have examples of uh, what can happen through the positive impact of struggling through contradictions. And then if okay. you get into historical, like, come on, you got centuries and centuries and thousands and thousands and thousands, mm-hmm. and thousands of years of what's possible.
1: Exactly. I mean, we're looking at el Malik El-Shabazz right here, you know? like,
0: feel <laughs> me? <laughs> <laughs> Man, he would have been
2: slandered, bro. Because he was, bro. Nowadays, he would have been. I mean, he was sl- already slandered back in his time, but social media and these purists out here, they would have been. That's like, what oh my is. god, oh, yeah, he purists. Was, That's he what was pimping. Oh my god, just <laughs> he's toxic. Don't listen to him. Like, all right, man, come on. I mean, what are we? Like, you know what I mean? Like, he's he, he definitely had contradictions in his life and himself too, and he had like to all put, like all humans, bro. like all humans. Like, he was he was a there.
1: product of his material condition
2: exactly like come on man like it's transformed is, is crazy yeah <laughs> to think- that's all
1: we can do is transform and evolve and keep exactly. on evolving that's part of revolution evolving exactly. <laughs> yeah. struggling yeah. and evolving and evolving humanity
2: 100 man and to think that you're going to be perfect the organization you going to join perfect, that's just idealist and you know you need to take dialectical material out of your bio think you stuff like that these <laughs> these
0: next questions we got i mean i'm I feel like there are two separate ones, but they are connected, period, right? So we have like, um first part is, you know, what connections do you see with what people's programs is doing in the name of Pan africanism and mm-hmm. what the AAPRP is doing? And then yeah. after spending that time with us, like I, we know that you studied the New African independence movement somewhat, right? But after yeah. spending the time with us, seeing our, decolonize, our decolonize, decolonization programs in action and uh, talking the politics with us, uh, mm-hmm do you feel like you have a better understanding of the connection between the New African independence movement and pan-Africanism? So those are like two parts. Does that makes
2: yeah. sense? Yeah, no, it makes sense. Yeah, I think um, seeing the work and, you know, started start studying a little bit more deeper. Like I, I'm still in my early stages. I'm not like well profound. you know. I think that's another thing people don't like to admit. Like, well, I don't know that much. So they, they like try to act like, oh yeah, no, I'm proficient. So I'm not going to act like I'm um, well-versed in the New African independence movement. Yeah, I know like some, you know, mother moore robert L. williams uh Herman ferguson blah 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 right but there's a lot of in-depth history that i'm still trying to learn but i think being with y'all um and tapping in with y'all was a good uh way for me to kind of understand and see how this could work out materially right so i think uh i think when i was talking to a boss before i think he definitely made it um a point in understanding the nakumas line of uh, nationalism um socialism and Africanism, and I think, uh, you know, that is something that I definitely see that y'all are moving towards to or working towards to, right, um, and trying to build. I mean, so I definitely see that connection, uh, and I think, you know, the, the further along you guys go and the further along, you know, we build connections, you know, the, meaning the APRP and uh, as well as uh, people's programs, I think it's definitely going to go a long way into aiding, um, you know, it's going to be a dialectical relationship. We aid you guys in various areas. You aid us. You know, we help form, uh, you know, so help you guys build relationships on the continent. You know, you may help us build more relationships with more nationalist organizations. And, you know, we could really make this thing a full-fledged thing, you know what I mean? And really make this a long-lasting relationship and really uh, make this a concerted effort to bring down imperialism and build um, pan africanism
1: Yeah, that's what we got to do. <laughs> liberated yeah. territories liberated territories positive action positive action and yeah. unifying right. uh, that's what it's gonna it. take yeah the europeans Bro. is doing it
2: nah, they're <laughs> they doing it man for I different goals obviously. yeah they are yeah yeah so you know what i mean um oh, fucking oppression <laughs> that's mm-hmm. what they're doing it for like, we trying to do this to get liberated so um yeah for sure i think definitely uh the shit y'all doing, once again, it's, it's amazing. And I think uh, there should be a certain effort from all revolutionary forces to work with people's programs to uh, aid them in their struggle. Uh, because I think, you know, the more we aid them, the closer we get to <laughs> African liberation and vice versa, you know. Uh, I mean, so for sure.
1: Yeah, that's one, one thing Yoli was talking about. I don't remember the exact specifics, but she was talking about how, like, Eritreans here in America was, like, sending information over to Eritreans who was fighting them in the war, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And without some of that information, things wouldn't have happened the way they did, you know? So yeah. I've seen it as a dialectical
2: relationship of struggle. Also yeah. money
0: <laughs> and other materials, you know what I'm saying? Exactly.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <Like>, uh. <laughs> it's just going to take all of that, you know what I mean? And, like, the a- you know what I mean? But even with the AAPRP and the formations we have on the continent and trying to build and how we look at, uh Pan Africanism, you know, totally liberate and unify Africa under scientific socialism. Like you you definitely gonna need to make connections with uh the DS4, the continent is gonna definitely make connections with DS4 and vice versa. Um because we all are in the same conditions. You know, you could, you know, say, oh yeah, you know, you can be obtuse and say, oh no, well it's far worse. But I mean we're all colonial subjects at the end of the day. Like that's the common ground that we have. Like you know, we all live in I mean, uh, environments of poor infrastructure, poor health care. Um, the state is killing and repressing us. Like we all, like the basis of that is the same, right? Um, we're all fighting and struggling to some capacity for liberation. Um, most of us aren't in an organization. So these are the same like bases we have. Now there, are you know, some varying degrees, like what I was saying earlier, that may be different, but I think we need to have that common ground, understand that and aid each other because we all need, all our organizations need money, all our ne- organizations need um, you know, the military force, all of our, like, we need all these things. So we need to aid each other as much as we can, um, unite and organize our people to achieve achieve the goal. And the main contradiction is imperialism. My main contradiction isn't, oh, how another organization might see liberation or how, you know, if they're fighting for liberation, they're anti-imperialist, that's not the contradiction. <laughs> There's anything we need to work together to bring down imperialism, right? Um, I mean, like the main contradiction is imperialism and capitalism and all this in the working. So I think uh, it's definitely imperative to, to for us to to all work together and um, see that uh, and to come to fruition.
1: Yeah, I mean, ultimately it's the people who make revolution and the people exactly. that defend revolution and the people that evolve yeah. humanity, you feel me? And That's organization exactly. is the structures that move it forward. Because if you don't have no organization, you ain't have no structure, you ain't have no cadre, what are you going to do? <laughs> How exactly. are you going to provide aid? How are you going to receive aid? You know what I'm saying? Like, exactly. obviously, there's a lot of contradictions in the in the nation of Islam, but you feel me? Mm-hmm. It was linked up with Gaddafi.
2: Exactly. Come on. <laughs> you can't do that without
1: no structure. You can't do that without organization. Exactly. You feel me? So that, that's what we have to build. Exactly. How are we going to talk about international solidarity? You can't even do nothing for them. Yeah. <laughs> you feel exactly. me? Like, you don't even have a structure or organization to say, you can't even say you got 50 people in your organization, or even 10 people. You know what I'm saying? Like... Mm-hmm. We got to build towards that so we can actually have international relations where we can actually begin to trade and be able to develop, you feel me, a mm-hmm. meaning, a meaningful axis of resistance here within the Imperial core, as well as, of course, on the continent. You know, exactly. it takes structure that's and organization. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, it's just chaos and anarchy. <laughs> exactly.
2: And that's not what we want. <laughs> we don't That's want not that. going to bring about nothing. Yeah, yeah,
1: that's it's just idealism. That. Facts. <laughs> oh, it's raining one day. We're going to be free. No, that ain't going to happen. <laughs> out the barrel of, our, of a gun you feel me it's gonna come nice. through our unity
2: yeah this shit needs to be based off science objective facts you can't base this shit off guesswork like that shit you can't show me a group of people that have been fully liberated off of guesswork and them guessing like I don't <laughs> you know what I mean I don't, I don't know everything but I'm pretty sure I'm very strong in knowing that that <laughs> 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 you can't guess your way to liberation yeah,
0: well, we just gotta do our last part. Well, he's supposed to start with this shit. We gonna you know, it? put it to the front. And
1: we could keep it at the back. You know, people think oh they forgot. Oh, we, <laughs> should it, we should put it to the front. <laughs> we, we put gonna it gonna to listen the front. that far. <laughs> uh, nah, this, this is gonna be the listening test because you know, drop your buck toy if you <laughs> support him. But you know, I know you you listen to the podcast uh-huh. and it's something that you know we've been off and on about, but. One thing no, we tried
0: pretty like the last eight weeks, we've, we've been, been good show. for a minute, but you know, there's yeah.
1: times where we've been off and on. Yeah. But we try yeah. to, uh, I thought like we 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 already talked a lot about a lot of uh joyous moments yeah. in this conversation, but you know, oh yeah, black joy, you know what I'm saying? Black so, <laughs> uh, where what, what, what's some black joy you've had in the past week, two weeks, three weeks, you know, whatever Man. time frame you want?
2: <laughs> Man, I've been harping on it, you know, for a while now, but my, my black. Joy is uh going out to Oakland and building with y'all, man. And um not only did I get to deal with y'all, but I got to actually link up with some cadre members and the an hrp and others who were able to drop knowledge too out in uh, out in Oakland too. So I think uh man, it was just so much game being taught and you know, given and bounce a bag of ideas and me doing the community learning. Um believe even Max hit up jaleel it's so my second time meeting you. I don't think he's remembering me the first time. It was really quick at the tribunal, but uh, well, actually he did remember me when I when he FaceTimed. So even speaking to him for like four, three or four minutes it was even amazing too. So man, I think Joy might even be an understatement in that. Like it's, <laughs> yeah, I don't even know what's the, the word that trumps that, but yeah. Uh,
1: you can't say we ain't building. <laughs> you can't nah, say I'm we right. ain't building. You know what I'm saying? The house right. may not be finished, but the foundation. Yeah. Foundation again stronger and stronger. Inshallah.
2: Inshallah.
1: How about you,
0: uh, I say the the five years, just that whole week of programming, that that was amazing. And I think to be able to get uh, all the merch and the magazines that we sold, uh, you know, we've been trying to be very uh, intentional with the ways scientific yeah, very intentional <laughs> with the ways specifically around like marketing and branding is what you would call it right in the 21st century uh, we've been trying to be really intentional about making the new african Culture. independence movement uh aesthetically pleasing to the masses of people because if only the you know the 10 of us like the clothes that we wear you ain't really doing much right <laughs> so i mean you look at the way the fist the way that the star has outlived these people has outlived, you know, these different groups. And so, you know, hopefully ours having that fist inside the continent with the star on it, you know, that's something that when these groups, these revolutionary groups uh, down the line are, are forming, you know, hopefully we've done a good job of making our stuff appealing to them. Uh, and so that's why I just found so much value in the merch and in the magazine, uh, shout out to to Raven. She did an amazing job designing that, but just the way that we were able to um, you know, bridge gaps, Jalil had a piece in there. Uh Kwame Shakur, Kwame Shakur
1: had a piece in there. Free Kwame. Um,
0: Free. We man. had we had photographers, you know, uh from across the Bay Area, from across California Poetry. poetry. So it's just I, I think it's just so My you gotta realize it's gonna be different entry QA a interview. Yeah. It's gonna be different entry points for folks into the movement, right? Like based off whatever experiences they've had, you know. Sometimes it might just be the pictures that gets them into wanting to see what we got going on. Sometimes it might be the poetry, right? Uh, So I just really appreciate the ways we've been trying to be as intentional as possible with uh, our different ways of spreading the politics. And so I'm really juiced and I was really happy with the way the merch and the magazine came out in the five year celebration in its entirety. Yeah,
1: all that. I second all that. Shoot today is also thinking about struggle and struggling against yourself. It's one year sober, you feel Man, me? that's big. So mm. I hit that, hit that 365 uh, sobriety that. and almost a, a year of Islam. So definitely grateful to God for you – know, I wouldn't be able to do it without him. <laughs> yeah, mashallah, <my style laughs> mashallah.
2: So
1: <laughs> reaching that uh, milestone has been good. It's been important. Kind of wild. <laughs>
2: kind of wild. But Man, one thing – my oh, bad. One thing I, I I thought about too to add to my joy, I can't stop playing Bay music, man. I've been, I've been hey, we still win it, yo. <laughs> I mean the crib going nuts, yo. I mean the crib going nuts, bro. I'll be like, oh, this joint. Hey, I ain't no... yo. I, you know what I mean? Like, I never really listened to Bay music like that. Like, I was never like really like an e E forty guy and like that. I, I appreciate his music, but then like being out there and like tapping in. I was like, oh, nah, this is different. Like, I'm like, <laughs> this is real different out here. This is, yeah, that music, I I can't stop playing it. I can't stop playing it, bro. It I might it be,
0: I- be our fault in terms of like the bay. I just, our music has never really got a good, has never really gotten its just do in terms of the culture that's been breathed around it. You know, I feel like it's, mm-hmm. it's always been kind of reduced. I don't know how, it's, it's hard to find the words, right? Like, of course, Because you know when you come out here and you listen to it in this environment, so oh now like this shit make complete sense to me. You know, it it makes complete it makes complete sense to me. I think it's one of the things you got to experience. You feel me? The same way we're going to the continent, like the same way he was talking about. Yeah, I've
1: heard about, (laughs) read about being there and seeing that stoplight. You feel, you feel it. You feel me? It's energy, bro. You feel it? Yeah,
2: thousand percent. It's a different, it's a different energy. Like I think if if someone would have just played some of that music while I was in Oakland. Yeah, I, who's to say that you know it could have been a different effect? It was like, oh, oh yeah, this is kind of hard, but like you know, ah, right, let me go back to playing <laughs> you know what i mean? But being there and it's just like being in that environment and listening to it, it kind of gives you that full three, you know what I mean? Like experience, you know what I mean? It's just, like, yo, this yeah. is, yeah, this is this is amazing. But for sure, that definitely gave me joy too. Like <laughs> I can't stop playing. Like I'm
0: glad you had a blast, bro, and came out and fucked with us. Um, yeah. For us, you know, when we lock in with somebody, it's never just one time. You know, it's also our goal is to come out there and see what y'all got going on, especially with uh, BMU. Oh you know,
2: yeah, And coming for out sure. there and
0: putting our feet to the pavement.
2: For sure. Yeah, I already talked to the comrade um, already and we already like planning that out. Like, I mean, we are trying to show y'all the same hospitality y'all showed me. So I'm definitely trying to definitely make sure, uh, you know, we have y'all, have y'all right out here for sure. No,
1: nah, it's good, bro. Appreciate you for taking the time and, and coming and building with us, bro. We're going to keep building, bro.
2: Nah, thank y'all for having me, man. That shit was a experience. I It's like it's a priceless experience, I should say. Like, something you really can't, no matter how much money you, you spend, you know, you really can't pay for those type of experiences. Like, for real, for yeah, real.
1: Yeah, you, so. can, you can't add that to your cart on Amazon. You got to.
2: It ain't <laughs> that. A thousand percent, man. You really got to just I mean, tap in and um, experience those things. really know the full or grasp the full you know meaning of it um and everything so yeah i definitely appreciate y'all for having me out there having me on a podcast and you know i'm like once again i'll say and i know i've said it like a million times but i'm just looking forward to us really like building you know building this shit for real for you know and fighting and struggling in a more concerted effort for sure so you know i think the the more we talk and build the stronger you know that we we'll get, I feel like, um, you know, we just keep making connections.
1: From on forward, we're going to make it happen. No doubt, bro. Appreciate you.
2: Appreciate you too, bro. All right, so long them. All right, we're looking forward. Um,